Welcome to track number 37 of Everything by Prayer, Nothing Without Prayer. Glory be to God. You guys are doing a great job. Glory be to God. Now, prayer. Prayers all about Jesus still. Prayers of different lengths. Now, when you become a Christian and you're spiritual, you are going to have different lengths of prayer times, shorter and longer. And you are going to need to be an expert on all those prayers. So, you see the need. And Jesus again teaching that um, you need different time spaces for prayer. Now, Luke 11, again, this is Jesus. Verse 9. Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened unto you. Amen. Amen. Now right here, you see Jesus teaching about prayer. Alright? And he's again giving a great secret about praying to the Father. What he's saying here is that in certain cases, all you need to do is ask. In certain cases, you need to seek. And in certain cases, you need to knock. Are you there? Yes. So, when you are praying to the Lord, there are certain prayers that all you need to do in those prayers is a simple, short sentence. Father, I thank you as I go. In Jesus' name, Amen. That's not seeking no nothing. Then we come to another prayer. See, this is all. This is about prayer. You know, Luke eleven is prayer. If you are looking for a passage on prayer, you know, from verse one. What is it? Verse one. Verse one, Mister Man. And it came to pass that as he, was, he went to a certain place, when he sees one of his disciples said. Teach us to pray. This is Luke 11. Yeah, it's Luke 11. In case you are looking for a passage on prayer. Luke chapter 11. It's all the things are there. Verse 13. Look at verse 13. If you, being evil, know how to give good gifts, 
how much much your father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him. So you need to pray for the Holy Spirit. That's the scripture right there. But verse 9, he said, Ask, it shall be given. Seek, it shall find. Knock, it shall be opened. So there are things you just ask. I ask you a question. Then there are things you seek. You seek for. You seek means to search for. To look for earnestly. And it's different from asking. Alright? So, <clears throat> some people are not able to pray. I mean, like they, they don't know how to ask and seek and then knock. Knock also is now making noise. Do you see? Yes. Making noise. In addition to the, uh, the prayer. Yes. That's knocking. And sometimes to get attention. And sometimes we pray and we make noise. Bible says in Hebrews 5, 7 that Jesus in the days of his flesh offered up prayers with strong cries and tears. Strong. But other versions say with loud cries and tears. And was heard in that he feared. So he was heard. The, long, the loud cries and the strong cries were heard. The knockings were heard. So you need to make noise at times. At times you need to not necessarily make noise. but just ask something. And at other times you need to seek. That it sounds like a protracted thing. You know. Now if you are praying for church growth. It's going to be a seeking prayer. It's not as a, Father, I ask for church growth now. Thank you for the church growth. See you later, Lord. Let's be serious, you know. So you need to learn these three. Now, you wouldn't believe it, but people have problems with either of them. There are people who can't pray for a short time. Because they are only known how to pray Shabaya, Shabalabaya, Balabalaba for a long time. That's all they know. And you, they can't even pray short prayers. Yes. And there are people who can't pray long prayers. They only know short prayers. Our Father, which has never had to be thy name, thy kingdom come. One day, a man of God in another country came to see me and from another nation came to see me in another nation. Both he and I were in another nation. I was in another nation and he was also in another nation. He was also from another nation. When he came to see me, I think he came with an offering to support a program that we were doing. He came to support a program. So he saw me privately and said, oh, this is whatever. Then he knelt down and said, I should pray for him. I mean, I knew that even without saying, I should pray. When he knelt down, I knew it was prayer. So I, I, put, I put my hand, or I lift my hand, whatever, and I said, Father, 
you've done. We are grateful. In Jesus' name, Amen. <laughs> now, <laughs> this man from another nation who was in another nation was shocked because he was expecting a very long prayer <laughs> with prophecies and declarations. So, when he stood up, then he was quiet and he said, men of authority, they pray short prayers. <laughs> Yes. Yes. So, there are some people who even despise short prayers. They just say something short. It can't be powerful. But look at the prayer that Jesus prayed in front of Lazarus' grave. He says, Father, I thank thee that thou hearest me, thou hast heard me. I know. And it's because of the people standing around that I'm even saying it. I thank you. That's all. No long prayer. But some, I remember some years ago, I was called to raise the dead. I should have known the power of short prayers. And when to pray short prayers and long prayers. So when I was called and I entered, you never see Jesus. Try to follow Jesus mostly. You never see Jesus doing some of the things that we do. When I got to the room where the man, the dead man was, I said, untie him because his hand was tied. Which is, Jesus did that. He said, loose him. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And then I began a prayer, a long prayer. We were just three people in the room. One, two, three. The fourth was dead. He was dead. And I was dead. Alive. We prayed and prayed and prayed long times this that you see you can know that this prayer is not being answered <laughs> sometimes from the length of the prayer recently i heard kenneth Hagin say something i was listening to some messages you know this message there are so many you don't even know so I was listening and I heard something I never heard him say. He said, look, if I pray for you and you are not healed, go and see a doctor quickly. <laughs> I've not heard him say that before. He said that some people said, I don't believe in medicine. Yes, he was bored. He was very bored with them. He said, if I pray for you and you can see that you are not healed. He said, look, go and see a doctor because it may be cancer and it may spread. And that you may, you may get into uh, your life may be greatly shortened because you don't seek medical help. Quickly. He said, "You can see that you have not been healed." He said, "When I pray for you, you are not healed. You can see that you are not healed." Yes. 
yes. I never heard him say anything like that before. You see? So there are certain prayers you can sense that it's too long for the occasion. It's too long for the issue. Yes. If you go to the hospital and somebody's on admission, on a trip, and can you pray for the person? And you start to remove your shirt. And you start worship songs. Talabota. 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 It's too long. Oh, you don't get what I'm saying? Yes. You must believe that God hears whether it's short, whether it's long, because it may be an asking, a seeking, or a knocking. Knocking is the noise making one. So, from now, I want you to have faith in all prayers. Whether it's short, whether it's long. If somebody invites you, say, okay, we want to call on brother Thomas to pray for the meal that we are about to eat. And you start your prayer. Eli, Eli, Lama, Sabachthani. And a song of worship. What is the name of that song that she he forgot the words? Above all power, above all, above all. We are about to eat, oh. The food is getting cold. Hallelujah. Above all through. Above all wonders the world has ever known. The food is... People have started eating. The treasures of the earth. There's no way to measure what your word. Hallelujah. Crucified. Laid behind a stone. You live to die. Rejected and alone. Like a road. Traveled on. To the fall and fall of me above all. Lift up your hands above all. Crucified, laid behind the stone. You lay 
protected as I know, like a rose, trampled on the ground, you took the fall, and thought of me, above all, as we come to this meal. Every hand lifted up in the presence of the Lord. Jehovah, we thank you for the cake. Thank you for the fufu. Thank you for the rice. Thank you for the stew. Above all, we thank you for dying on the cross for us. Above all powers. Above all kings. Above all nature. Above all nature. And all creation. Come on now. How many of you sense the presence of God? You are here. You were here before the world began. Come on now. Above all kingdoms. Above all thrones. Above all wonders. Above all wonders. The world has ever knew above all wealth, above all wealth, and treasures of the earth. There is no way to measure what you are worth. There's no way to measure what you're worth. Come on, everyone, lift your hand, crucify, crucify, light behind the stone. You live to die. You live to die. Rejected and alone. Like a road. Trampled on the ground. Trampled on the ground. You took the fall. And thought of me. Something is happening. Something is happening. Look. Listen. Listen. There is a time for everything. Yes. There's a time for everything. Yes. Hallelujah. So three, every Christian must be capable in all. If you can pray long prayers, you must know how to pray short ones. And if you are into short prayers, you must be able to switch and pray for an hour. You must switch from asking to seeking. You must be able to. And you must be able to switch from seeking to noise making. I'm knocking. I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing. I'm just knocking. Jesus. That's why sometimes we are praying that we'll be clapping and making noise, lifting our hands, clapping, shouting. We are knocking. We are making noise. We are getting attention.
Listen. Hey. 
ask. That's the shortest. Seeking. That's longer. And knocking. It's making noise. Yes. Making noise. To get the attention of heaven. Now. Look. You can never be a man of faith unless you believe in prayer. Because there is nothing to see. It looks as if we've not been to school. We see us standing here, screaming, making noises, as if we've gone bonkers, as if we've gone berserk. We are educated. I thank God I went to school. If I hadn't gone to school, I would always be shy of you. But I went. Seven years. My doctor is not bought with $100. Yes. So, very, very important. And these three are very important for you. Amen. Now, Luke 18. We are sticking with Jesus Christ and his prayers. And he spoke a parable to them to this end that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Saying, There was in a city a judge. This story is different from the other one about the man who had a visitor. This is a widow. A widow. She did not fear God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while. But afterward, he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me. So you see, when we pray in a certain way, we are troubling God. I will avenge her lest by her continual coming she weary me. So when you pray, you can actually make God tired and irritated. Yes. And sometimes children know that they come to ask their parents for things whilst they are on the phone. And that the parents will answer and say, Yeah, 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 whatever, do it. <laughs> Yes. (laughs) 
Amen. Verse 8. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, there's still a question. When the Son of Man cometh, will he find faith on the earth? You see, the last statement in this parable, which he started in verse 1, Luke 8, 1, Luke 18, 1, that he was giving them a parable that men should always pray. Do you see? The last statement in this was that when Jesus comes, will he find people who believe on earth? Because as time goes by, those who have faith, faith in prayer, faith in God, faith in the word, are getting fewer. So when the son of man comes, well, this, is, this is prayer, it's not about faith. This is a parable, verse 1 says, a parable on prayer. That people should pray. You see, because prayer is you talk to somebody who doesn't say a word back. It's not a small thing. Me, I tell you, people who don't talk, I don't get on. Not I don't get on, but I don't have so much time. Because you have to drag out of them. Do you have anything to say? Do you have anything to say? Do you have anything to say? Because I'm preaching all the time. I'm talking and you are sitting there quietly. If I meet you afterwards and I'm talking with you and you are also sitting I should start another speech. Let's be serious, eh? Yes. But he said in verse 8, he said, nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, like when Jesus comes, by the time the end, the world ends, will they find people who have faith, who can wake up and just speak to God in the night, in the day, for a long time. That faith is really shown by a person who prays. Yeah. And when you say that, uh, Hebrews 11, one, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Huh? And verse 6, Hebrews 11, 6, that without faith, it is impossible to please him. That means that without prayer, it's impossible to please him. Because prayer is one of the greatest expressions of evidence of things not seen. Things not seen. But you believe in the things not seen. That the things not seen are working. One day God was correcting me in my ministry and he told me that you've got somebody who's doing a computer, somebody who's doing this, somebody. you don't have somebody who prays. It means you have more faith in the computer and data and this and that than in what is not seen. Yes. And I began to have more faith in that. And I have more faith in people praying for me when I'm doing certain things. Yes. I believe that there are Prayers have been answered. There are times that you see me walking around, but you don't know that there are some people in my room praying for me. Yes. Where I came from. They pray for me throughout whatever I'm doing. When the Son of Man comes, will he find people that have 
faith in invisible evidence of things not seen things hoped for but you believe in it when the son of man comes will he find this is talking about prayer uh, let's read it again I think you are confused verse 1 look at it verse 1 he spoke a parable unto them to this and that men always ought to pray men should always pray without fainting then verse 2 saying that's a parable there was in the city as a judge he didn't fear God he didn't respect man verse 3 and there was a widow in that city and she came to him saying avenge me of my adversary and he would not for a while but afterwards he said within himself though I fear not God nor regard man this widow is troubling, troubling me I will avenge her less by her continual coming she weary me and the Lord said hear what the unjust judge said Shall not God avenge his own elect which cry day and night unto him though he bear long with them although it takes a long time. And then he asked the important question. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the son of man actually comes, will he find faith? Which is prayer. We're talking about prayer. People who, I mean, there must be some reason for you to get out of your bed when you should be in the bed resting. And it's important to sleep. Lack of sleep is associated with many diseases now. Yes. You see, if you catch a lion, sleep is associated with a long life. If you catch a lion, you know, and you put it in a cage, it will live for 20 years in the zoo. But when it's out there, it's running around finding food, it's only eight years. Can only go for eight years, but when it's indoors, resting, 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 that you bring him food, resting 20 years, yes. And then monks were also known to live far longer than other people because they were inside the monastery, they don't go out, whatever, resting, resting, they pray small, they rest, <laughs> yes. So, prayer is very important and rest is very important. So, what should make you sacrifice your rest? Yes. There must be something you believe in. Just as you speak to somebody, what has happened when you come out of there? And what has happened now? And so what? You know, I had a classmate when I was in medical school in first year. He didn't believe in, in God and in, in tongues. When he saw me, when he see me, he would look at me and say, Hey! Shabalabalabala. <laughs> no, he was making fun. Hey! Shabalabalabala. <laughs> yeah, he had no faith. And no faith in God. Yes. You had no faith in God. But I believe in God. When I was in medical school, I, I used to pray and walk. I was so tired that I, I, was, I would fall asleep as I was walking. And I walked straight into the Spanish department wall. And I hit. But I was praying. And I, was, I was praying and walking. Because I was so tired. I, I know that as soon as I sat down, I would sleep. Medical school, MB2. MB2. 
I was into prayers. I refused to give up my prayers. God saw me to the whole school. I never failed. Yes, I never failed. Went through every year. Came out with prizes and money. Money. You'll be there. You will be there. 